What's better than live music? You know, streamed right into your house. We're very fortunate to effectively get this art out into the world, and we're firm believers that music is healing, and it's not quite the same thing as being there. It's the next best thing, and so we're happy to, to help bring that across borders and to share this music with the world. Hi, this is Sean T. Barnacle from Surgix. You're on the road with Dane on WGN. 720 WGN high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio. Excited to have on the line software entrepreneur, producer, visionary, a guy who has worked live events with the likes of Bruce Springsteen, Bruno Mars, Pearl Jam, so many more, including the legendary Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top, Jimmy Vaughn, and the entire group coming up for the Jungle Show. Uh, that is going to be live on New Year's Eve. He's the COO of Tour Gigs, the one only Sean T. Barnacle. Welcome to WGN. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's great to have you on. It, it is great to have you on, especially when at the end, and we talked with Billy a little bit about that too, is at the end of the year with a year that everybody has had so many challenges and just so much negativity to put a positive spin by bringing back something that has been going on. I think this is going to be the sixth year for the Jungle Show. And uh, you guys riding into the rescue with tour gigs, bringing it to life. What's better than live music? You know, streamed right into your house. We're um, very fortunate to have been in a good position to effectively get this art out into the world. And we're firm believers that music is healing and it's, uh, it's not quite the same thing as being there, which we can't all do this year, but it's the next best thing. And we've had a, an amazing year, uh, some uh, incredible art and it's an honor to be part of working with these legendary artists and, and getting this music out at a time when people are especially looking for something cool and interesting to watch. It's crazy that you say that. It's a little off-brand, right, Sean, to be able to say, like, there's no substitute for live music because that's what you are. You're, I mean, it is live music, right? You're just not there in the venue with the, the noise and the vibration in the crowd and, you know, the girl next to you spilling beer on you or any of the things that people have <laughs> a romantic attachment to it. But you've embraced that, right? You get it, that this isn't necessarily a substitute for a live concert. It's, it's just a way to experience them in a new and different way and kind of bring it to way more people than before. Yeah, and don't get us wrong either. We we cut our teeth in every club in, in North America and worldwide, starting from small rock clubs, going up to arenas and, and football stadiums. And the live experience is something that we will all get back to. There's no doubt in our, our minds. And But there's a si- simple reality that you can't be everywhere that you want to be every single night and, but you, you might want to go to that show. So if there's another virtual ticket, another option for the fan to experience it at home, maybe they have young kids, maybe they have to work in the morning, but they really want to be at that show. We'd love to give them an alternative, uh, to, to, to being there at the next best thing. And we put a lot of work into the engineering to bring that to life, including a very cinematic approach to how we shoot it. So we, we come, uh, we're a mixture of computer science graduates and film school graduates, and we're trying to bring a very high quality experience just at the uh, right time when there's a need and also at a time where um, consumer electronics have brought some pretty amazing um, stages to people's homes. Uh, the quality of uh, 4K televisions, surround sounds, and, and um, you know, various other uh you know, really high-tech devices and, and, of course, the Internet bandwidth going up in general has made this more uh, possible. 
uh, finally, too, there's an international audience out there that goes well beyond, you know, 500 miles of a given venue. So there's a, an aspect of bringing this to the world, which is, uh, is always been interested in American culture and American music. And so we're happy to, to help bring that across borders. Uh, and to share this music with the world. Man, and, and just even your lifestyle changes. You mentioned having to get up for work in the morning or just have other things that you just can't kind of lead that rock and roll lifestyle and travel and follow your favorite band on the road. As a guy who grew up, my summer job was I worked at Alpine Valley Music Theater, and that's what we did. And I worked every single job there from checking at the beer gardens to backstage to everything. And so yeah. the, the live music thing is something that I've loved, but as an adult, you grow up and you just don't have as many opportunities to get out there and do it so to have that be an option and then of course like you said have it dovetail with technology not only dovetail with technology but also circumstance and this is one of i think the silver linings of the pandemic i had no idea honestly really that zoom existed much you know past this year when we started out now it's part of everybody's school yeah. and work and job and and even entertainment right and for tour gigs like you joined tour gigs back in 2015 so this is the kind of thing where you are you guys and what you're doing is becoming more things to more people it, it sure is and we're made up of a bunch of musicians i still play in bands myself i also grew up uh, outside of chicago and went to alpine valley in the summers for many, many great concerts. And that feeling of being out there and experiencing it, um, I, I, you know, we're doing our very best to bring an incredible experience to your, to your home. And in doing that, we're really, we're really proud of bringing the art there. Another great silver lining of all this is it's really good for artists. I knew that my business model was really going to take off when we started cutting four, five, six, and seven-figure checks to artists. And, you know, it's tough out there. They have to tour a lot and... You know, if we can give them an experience where they can set up a really cool show, maybe it's at like um, a soundstage or maybe it's at their equipment vendors or, or maybe it's in an empty venue that's a good friend of theirs. Uh, these are all the different scenarios that we did this summer uh, with COVID lockdown. It gives them a chance to sell merchandise. It gives them a chance to put their crew to work. It gives them a chance to bring some money in when touring it largely has been halted. So we all look forward to the vaccine taking a uh, good hold and that uh, we all look forward to seeing everyone again in a live music setting. But in the meantime, we're happy to be part of the solution to help get some revenue into these companies that have been looking for it. And um, we're also very happy to see that our, our government and Congress uh, passed the, the law to help get some uh, funding into our, our venues because they sure need it. So um, this is we're, we were uniquely positioned for this. We yeah. actually did 198 live streams in 2019. <laughs> so we were we were ready for the big volume. And when you get big acts like Josh Groban, Trans-Siberian Orchestra and Billy Gibbons to come in and, and do a holiday run with you, that makes a big difference for a small company like ours, too. So that helps us support our families and our production, the other vendors that help us, you know, bring this to the world. So all in all, you know, the, the, it's been a really challenging year, but um, it's also been a year of growth. And in the creative arts, you have to kind of move and evolve with the times. And this is, uh, it ended up being a strategic inflection point for a company. And we're happy uh, going to 21 that 
everyone is going to continue to enjoy this and, and want to do much more of it. You, you mentioned the the kind of the options, the opportunities, and some of the, the challenges that are taken away for the artists, but also you mentioned it, you know, because the artists, you know, they still want to come off, they want to look great. They want what it is that they do to be presented in the way that they intend. And so there's this gap, right? And there's got to be that trust level. And so to have worked with them over the years, so many iconic bands that you guys have worked with in non-pandemic settings, it seems as though like this is a natural fit like you said you guys position you talk and let the listeners know we're talking with sean barnacle from tour gigs and you mentioned the venues and that is some of the things as for concert goers you know they trade stories of hey you know did you see this band here at the whiskey a go-go did you see them at the double door here in chicago or whatever and to be able to recreate that small vibe that small feel but then have the world, you know, let's say you've got a place that's only got a couple, like, like Antone's right there in, in Austin's going to be there right. for the jungle show. You got 400 seats, but now really you've got the ability for the world to get on into what really would be an exclusive gig in the past. Yeah. As you know, there's a great connection between Chicago and Austin, Texas, especially through Antone's of all the old blues legends going down to Antone's and playing poker in the back room. Uh, there's a really great music documentary that, uh, that Will and those guys did a few years ago that, that shows that connection between Chicago and Antones. And I spent 20 years in security software and I spent many, uh, business trips going down to Austin. And my normal night was to go to Eddie V's and go over to, to Antones to catch some great blues because there's nothing better than that room. Um, if you cannot be there, then we want to bring it to you. This show on New Year's Eve, uh, believe me, has has the 15-year-old Sean just doing backflips. <laughs> I grew up uh, lis- listening to uh, ZZ Top on the radio in Chicago, and, uh, you know, it's it's just an honor to work with Billy, and, and that band he put together is just unreal. So I think the people of Chicago will really enjoy it. Yeah, just 25 bucks. We're going to have links up at, at WGNRadio.com for that as well. Yes. And when I asked Billy about it, I said, you know, because I'm thinking in my mind, kind of the way that you would, like, what are, what are you, certainly there's some limitations there, but there's also some great opportunities to really showcase things that you couldn't do in in just a regular live show and have you guys your team and we'll talk about the team in just a minute but to be able to have you have that respect not only for the venue but for the artists and realize things that even the artists themselves maybe just through the act of performing it's not front of mind for them but you're thinking oh this would be really cool or fans would love to see this so talk about the jungle show as you guys put it together i know a lot of it's going to be on the fly of course but what kind of cool things are people going to see when they tune in well, uh, first of all, it, it's this, uh, it's a tradition. They've been doing it now for six years. And if you know anything about the Texas Blues and, and the characters involved in this band, you'll know that they all are rich in, in tradition. And so you're going to get some great uh, ZZ Top songs, but you're also going to get some deep cuts of Texas Blues. So Jimmy Vaughn, I mean, is just a, a legend. Yeah. And, and um, who didn't love uh, his brother's? Stevie and the, and the fine folks at Double Trouble. I mean, we have, you have Foley in there, um, Mike on the keys and the bass. I mean, it, the whole thing is so, it's just dripping in the blues. And if you're into that type of thing, it just doesn't get any better than that. So they, it starts with the show itself and, you know, what the art looks to do and the cameras and the streaming technologies and the customer support reps and the marketeers look to do is to bring that uh, to you on any device that you could be watching on today's markets. It could be an iPad, an iPhone, uh, Xbox, uh, you know, there's about five different browsers. You can see it on, on half of the smart TVs out there. And so 
each day it's getting better and better. And so no matter where you're at on the globe, you're going to have access to this amazing show and art. And if that's uh, what you want to do that night, you're going to have an opportunity to do it. And it's a really, um, it's really a pretty simple process. And we do a lot of work uh, to make sure that fans have good customer support. If there's any questions they have, we've, we've created an incredible knowledge base uh, up on the web that folks can get answers to the commonly asked questions about streaming. And we also make sure that we have a team of 10 people that would be on that night answering questions over emails. So no matter if you've wow. streamed 100,000 times and you re- actually realize that every platform is a little different, you have to learn them all, you know, doesn't take long, but you learn them each time you do it. Or, or if you've never streamed before, I mean, we've come off some, uh, this year, uh, we worked with a, a, a number of large acts who literally haven't put on a pay-per-view live stream before. Maybe they were part of a stream as a festival or some other event, but for them to actually do a white label website and, and, and present a show and, and do it the way that they want to do it, there was a lot of them for the first time. And not only were they doing it for the first time, all their fans were doing it for the first time. So there's a, a bit of a learning curve there. And we take a lot of pride in bringing those fans up to speed make sure they understand how to do it so they can enjoy it. And it's, it's great on the back end to see, well, how did they, uh, you know, uh, connect? What was the top device? How long did they, how long were they watching for it? There's a lot of data that comes out of it that gives uh, the band managers a good sense of whether or not people enjoyed it. If they got, you know, if they really loved it, um, a lot of times they'll shout out on social media and you get some, info that way, but you also get information in the data and how people engage with the art. And that's something that we provide for them that I think is valuable. It's, it's, they're, they're so lucky that you guys, the fans, listeners, they're, they're so lucky that you guys are the ones doing it because now, you know, when you don't have to compete with the actual product, the live event, but you, you know, over the years, you guys had to compete with it. And I don't say compete with it, but, but augment it, right. You know, where ultimately it wasn't just a substitute for something that wasn't available. Like it had to be like something different or something good, something, something great. Like you said that people enjoyed it. I think the team is super important. Obviously the software background, it's got to work right on the tech side. People want to just push a button and go. And so sometimes that gets overlooked, but talk about whether it's Danny with the with the photography side or the tour manager situation, you know the team that you guys have is really necessary to bring out like the artistic side of it for sure. Then of course have access to all those great groups. Yeah, I love to. So um, tour gigs is like I said earlier, a mixture of computer science and film school graduates, and both of those arts and, and science and engineering disciplines are very uh, important and they all play their different role. I think technology, when it's at its greatest, it's bringing something new to the table. So we're very much feel that we're in the augmented kind of um, uh, space with uh, venues. And, and like you mentioned with Antones, we work very closely with venues and, and help them bring uh, what they're doing out to the world. So there's, there's plenty of space for everyone. Technology has exploded and it's the very best of that. And that's a, a fairly complex workflow. Uh, there's a lot to uh, combining uh, e-commerce and video uh, and, you know, cloud computing and the various to all, to all these devices worldwide. It really matters to us as well that the art is complemented in the right way so that um, everything is very richly, beautifully shot, that all the camera gear is very, very important. Danny has, has taught us all. Uh, that the right moment and the intention and the positioning of everything that you do is really, um, you, you do it with 
a great attention to detail and you do it purposely and you'll, you'll augment and help the art in, by just complimenting it, by putting it at the very best light. And he, there's no one better uh, than, than Danny in, in doing that. And, but we also have a lot of, um, you know, just understanding of production and how that works, that really has to work as well. Yeah. You have to have the right, you have to right, have the right gear. You really have to have the right people. Uh, live music is a very intense world. It's a place of, of precision and you got to be able to work with five, six, seven other teams. So Trey Allen and his experience with being a tour manager with some of the largest acts in the world and currently with um, one of my absolute favorites, Leon Bridges. He has taught us a lot of the discipline that it takes to, to go out and really execute a live show. We work with other production crews all the time. We work with venues. We work with brands and advertisers and sponsors. We work a lot with artists. And when you do that in our world, and you know this, Dane, everyone in radio and broadcast knows this, that you work with a lot of other teams. And so that's an important piece of it, too. And and sometimes you'll find a project uh, through a director. Sometimes you'll bring a director in. You know, it's it's a lot of uh, going uh, give and take, and we have uh, a really good reputation. Um, Danny and Trey bring a tremendous amount of experience, and I, I'd like to think that I bring the tech side of it to to the table. And this combination has been worked on and refined and built for five years now, and it's it's great to see that large artists are are now looking to do this because oh. we know that they can have a lot of success yeah. with it. and just to have it just to have it presented as art to have it called as art as opposed to just documenting the event it's a totally different perspective and of course we're going to have all the links up for the jungle show coming up on new year's eve is it tourgigs.tv or tourgigs. our website is tourgigs.com and and we have a lot of our uh, we work with a great Chicago band, Humphreys McGee, and uh, we also uh, have worked to put our friend String Cheese Incident up on an archive. We have 100, 100 films up on our website that you can go ahead and, and rent, uh, and then any of our large shows are going to be advertised up there. Some are on our website. Some are on the artist website. Uh, we're, we actually uh, bring a white label piece, and we... So we'd like to give a lot of flexibility in how people can access. Oh, art. I just see the potential being almost endless. You mentioned the documentaries are, are having like you know after if you've covered a tour or, or a number of different performances from a band to be able to create a unique kind of performance piece that could sort of encapsulate what it is that they're doing. I think that sounds amazing. A couple last things as we look at you know just sort of things that have happened during the pandemic that are going to be part of the new normal. I mean, I, I like doing the Zoom thing as opposed to driving everywhere and being in meetings. I certainly don't mind having things delivered from from amazon so i think there's going to be some of the <laughs> things we've all sort of had that crash course that are going to be part of it so do you see that is is that something that because i would Lollapalooza, of course is right here to have that to yep. have it like a channel for that i think would be amazing but it could be applied to almost any or even the tours we've got we've got a guy that um that does some shows on the station and one of his claims to fame is he's been to 300 elton john shows and now wouldn't it be neat if he could just you know he doesn't want to for some reason like he's under the impression and i'm sure they are all different and unique like a snowflake but he wants to attend so many different ones and this would in that kind of situation maybe it's the final tour of an iconic act to have you guys there for every show yeah it is it's great to have the option and that's what it's all about it's it's extending the uh you know from where the the walls of the venue that you're in and making really make the art shine uh, live streams is one of the things that we do we also do a fair amount of work in movies and uh music videos and social media and whatever the medium is uh you know you want to try to bring that live music experience out and that's uh, one of the things that we did 
pretty well a couple of years ago with the Pearl Jam and the Chicago Cubs. We did a movie called Let's Play Two. Danny had, had you, directed that, oh, and that that you is guys did uh, that. That's that awesome. Can, oh wow! Yes, we did uh, with a, a number of great partners as well too. That was uh, a great example of when you go real big budget and you bring out you know, the, the big dogs and, and kind of do a full on film or we could do the every night, you know, the, that, that partner of yours that you have wants to see every Elton John show. We'd like to get, we live in the tour bus. We love going out and rolling in and rolling out of shows. So it's endless and it's the creative arts. So it, we try to build our company and our services in ways that artists can do just the right amount. That's good for them. And then we, you know, we, we try to bring out as much as we, as we possibly can to the world uh i just i mean as a guy like i said who grew up working at alpine valley this is this is great stuff and excited to be able to help share it with the listeners and of course make everybody's new year's eve a little better with the jungle show we'll have all the correct links up at wgnradio.com and uh, so sean is there any either social media or anything you want to share or get out or whatever before we let you go uh, we just wish everyone a very merry christmas and a happy new year Tune into thejungleshow.tv and look for more great live music from tour gigs next year. Uh, we want to thank uh, WGN for having us on. It's a real privilege. I had WGN uh, in my house and radio growing up and many fond memories. It's really nice to talk to you here, Dave. Oh, Sean, thanks so much for what you're doing. Best to you in the holidays, and, uh, and thanks for jumping on the show today. My pleasure. 